A Weekend with Jason Dacey Replay from Money FM 89.3. Let's talk football and big business on Money FM 89.3 with me, Jason Dacey. I'd like to welcome uh, Dave Mitchell, former Chelsea Rangers and Millwall striker, played for Selangor in Southeast Asia. Also, of course, coached Kedah in the Malaysia Super League and is now exploring Southeast Asian opportunities for the Australian A-League. Good to see you, Dave Mitchell. Good morning, Jason. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. So you're here in Singapore to have some meetings and you're also headed to Kuala Lumpur to see about maybe one day having a Southeast Asian team, whether it's a Singaporean team, a Malaysian team, playing in Australia's A-League. And we should say that the A-League began in uh, 2006, and it's been uh, 14 years now. It's the 14th season since the establishment of the A-League. What are the prospects like, do you think, for Asian teams to maybe get involved in this Australian national competition? Yeah, well, that's what uh, I'm over here for. I'm going to Bangkok as well to talk about uh, some things about them as well. Um, Yeah, I think the league has sort of grown itself. It's It's a small league in a big country. You know, mm-hmm. and Southeast Asia are mad on football, and I think for Southeast Asian teams, because I've coached and played here, yep. I certainly think that uh, for the players to get better, they have to maybe get out of their comfort zone. You know, um, mm. and I think that's what they should look to do. Yeah, I mean, I know what you mean because uh, we have seen Singapore football at not the strongest ebb at the moment. And, of course, there was a Singapore composite side, the Lions 12, that played in the Malaysia Super League a few years ago, and that team did reasonably well. It actually won the Malaysia Super League. So I guess one potential concept would be a Singapore team, all-star team or whatever, doing the same thing in Australia's A-League. Absolutely, and uh, with some foreigners as well, you know, to be competitive. Um, You know, and the Australian teams would come up here and play and vice versa. And a lot of people say, look, it's... uh, it's a long travel. It's a different league. But we have Wellington play in our league. So, from New Zealand, you know, yeah. Uh, from New Zealand. So it's in a different region altogether. Mm. We are in Asia now, yeah. Australia. Yeah. So that uh, knocks that on the head. Mm. Uh, and to get for players to get better, I think to leave out your comfort zone and go and play in Australia where you're playing against more European-style football, where it's quite aggressive, it's quite fast, it's quite tough. And I think it would be a great thing for, uh, for Asian football. Yeah, but it's all about money. We're on Money FM and it's uh, about whether the people can afford it. So you've got some meetings here in, in Singapore with, you know, with various associations and people behind the scenes. So what would it take? I mean, would it be a, a team with some national team players, some import players, who would uh, be driven by sponsorship to travel to Australia? I mean, how much would the league pay? How much would uh, sponsors need to pay? Well, that's a good question. Uh, you know, that's all to be uh, to sorted out. To be sorted out. But the situation is that uh, the A League now is sponsored by the Hyundai A League, mm, yep. um, and they finance it. But uh, as you know, uh, being in the TV world or media world, everything's driven by you know TV now rights. And I think the TV rights, if, if Singapore or Malaysia or Thailand or Indonesia had a team playing in the A-League, obviously there'd be a lot of interest. And if it was by default, probably like their national side and they could go there and play and everyone would be interested. And that's a development phase as well because you want the pyramid to be wide and to funnel up. And that's a progress that would make things a lot better. But that's just to say, I'm just here preliminary discussions and nothing has been sorted out yet, but that's uh, that's a way I'm thinking. And I've got some people uh, across Asia uh, we're going to be talking about it. Yeah, of course. You know, you played for Selangor and you won the uh, Malaysia Cup. You scored the golden goal when Selangor won the Malaysia Cup in 1995, which was actually the year after Singapore had won in, in 1994. So you are familiar with Southeast Asian football, but it does seem to be pretty static at the moment, Dave, as far as the progression of Southeast Asian teams and players. So perhaps 
being integrated into a, a different league may help their development? Well, I think that's the way to go, Jason. You know, if you want to look bigger, if you want to get outside your comfort zone, I grew up in Australia and then played to a certain level. If I wanted to prove myself, I went over and played in Europe. You know, I played at Glasgow Rangers, then I played in the Bundesliga, I went to Holland, then I was at Chelsea. So I got out of my comfort zone because I reached the level I, I did at a very young age. And very own, you know, Singapore's best ever player, Fandi Ahmed, you know, went to um, <clears throat> Groningen in Holland and he was a fantastic player and he went out and played and became a superstar and came back and that was the path to follow. But unfortunately, it hasn't, it hasn't happened and there's many different reasons for that. But I just think playing against... Uh, Australian league, where it's a different league, it's tougher, it's rugged, it's, mm. uh, it's fast, uh, and, and it will be a, an experience. And then obviously there's a lot of coaching scenarios where you could change uh, coaching philosophies and the way clubs play, the way countries play, and I think it would be better. And obviously from the side of Australia, we would have more eyeballs maybe watching the league, and therefore you know it would help sponsorship in the league, and the league would grow and get better. So I think it, 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 works, it works well for both countries. We're talking about Asian opportunities in Australia's A-League with uh, Dave Mitchell, former Chelsea striker, Australian international striker who uh, played for Selangor and Coach Kedda here in Southeast Asia. Now, looking at the A-League, you know, it's a 10-team competition. I know that next year they'll bring in an 11th team and the year after that a 12th team. Uh, it's competing in a very tight sports market in Australia, with a lot of different football codes. But I guess when you get an Asian team in, it does provide more opportunities as far as sponsorship because Australia is part of the AFC, as you mentioned, which is the Asian Football Confederation. And this would be a way of, I guess, enhancing that. Absolutely. I, I mean, they've talked about having Asian leagues before and across the different countries and Southeast Asia. Yeah, there's been Super League, uh, you know, Southeast Asian Super League discussions that died out a couple of years ago. That, that's right. That's correct. So, so this is sort of on the back of that, but it's just primarily discussions. You know, people can knock it on the head and say, well, it's never going to happen. Mm. Well, why not? Why not sit down, have an open mind and say, listen, how are we going to get better from a Southeast Asian point of view with the players? And from an Australian point of view, we've sort of stagnated with the league. It's a situation where it's saturated in cities in Melbourne and in Sydney. So if you were going to expand into Perth or Adelaide or Brisbane, Again, you're taking away maybe fans from their base. Um, so the league's been well established. It's been well sponsored. It's progressed immensely. Um, and the, the physical sports science in Australian football, and I think that's where Southeast Asia could actually gain a lot of Australia because we're one of the advanced countries in the world at sports science. And that comes from, from another sport, AFL, and, and yeah. they're very, very good at it. And we, we're developing that. So mm. they're the things that you're looking at as well, player movements and player transfers and... There's all sorts of different things that could work from it. And this is just, I said, uh, a preliminary talk to start with, and mm. then we'll see what happens. Now, of course, you're wearing a couple of different hats on this um, you know, exploratory tour of uh, Southeast Asia. You're also representing a couple of uh, A-League clubs that are looking for investors. Uh, Sydney FC, who are the dominant club, really, of Australian football, and also a, a smaller club, Central Coast Mariners. Now, Central Coast Mariners is a, an hour north of, of Sydney in, in Gosford, uh, which is, a, I guess, a, a small town on the coast. Uh, let's talk firstly about Central Coast Mariners and what uh, their prospects are as far as what they're looking for here. Well, the thing about Central Coast Mariners, it's, uh, it has won the championship before. It's, uh, as you say, it's north of Sydney, about an hour's drive, but it has, it's a unique club because it has its own training facilities. It has a hotel on site. It has an aquatic centre. It has its own training facilities, and that no other club in Australia has that except for the Melbourne, Melbourne City, uh, mm. which is uh, affiliated funded with by Manchester the City Group. City, yeah. It's uh, you know the, the total 
um, <clears throat> Citigroup are behind that, and yeah. they just bought that. Um, but yeah, when you look at players, developing players, they've all developed. A lot of players at Central Coast that have played for their national team and gone on and played in the Premier League. Yeah, Matt Ryan, the Brighton goalkeeper, is one, and and Tom Rogic, who played uh, for Celtic as well. So, what are they looking for? Trent Sainsbury is another yeah, one. Trent Sainsbury on. There's a lot yeah, of different players in the World Cup. So, what are they looking for? Central Coast Mariners, this small club, are they looking for an investor here in Singapore or Malaysia to, to buy the club or buy into the club. Yeah, well, look, uh, again, they've just brought the new franchise systems out and people say, what's a club? Why would someone want to buy a football club? You know, but mm. I go way back into 1993, was it? And we had uh, one of the Manchester United fans juggling a ball in front of the Stepford. He could have bought the club for £6 million. At that time. At that time. Mm. So have you thought, you yeah. know, if you were to put that in property or, or, or shares, it would be worth maybe £50 million now. Yeah. Or Man United worth billions now. Yes. So uh, when you look at the contents, um, what you get from buying a club, you get uh, sort of... You get the facilities, you, the real estate. You get estate. facilities, but you get media attention. Mm. And if you ever want to sell a product and things like that, you could sell that with, through a medical situation or it could be a sporting situation mm. or even having interlinks with government overseas, you know. So sporting clubs give you that platform. And I certainly know from my experience with uh, Tony Sage when I was at Perth Glory. Yeah, you coached Perth Glory in the A-League uh, a few years ago. That's right. And when we used to come to Southeast Asia, then Tony used to leverage off the club with his businesses. And mm. a lot of people were businesses. And then I ended up signing Robbie Fowler. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, some bankers came on to him and said wanted to buy his mind. So yeah. in that sense, that's another an offshoot of why... The, things people would want to buy a club. Business opportunities. You know, we talk about Central Coast Mariners, the team that uh, you're representing here. And Usain Bolt, of course, uh, had a trial there recently, got a lot of publicity. But, you know, we're, we're at Money FM. We're talking about football. What kind of money do you need to buy a club in the A-League? I know you're not going to give a price tag, but what's the rough figure that will get you a, a club? Okay, there's a couple of ranges now. Uh, Adelaide was just bought by a Dutch consortium, was uh, about 12 and a half to 13 million. So that's a range... Uh, but now they've just got new licenses now, and they were they were worth fifteen to sixteen million. Okay, uh, this is Australian dollars, which is similar to uh, Singapore dollars at the moment, around parity. That's right. So in that situation, that's a ballpark. So depending on the club, depending where it's situated, you know, you're ranging from about fifteen to maybe twenty million. You know, mm. and and then on top of that, with Central Coast Mariners, there's another aspect of it where you've got the land and the value of that, which is only going to go up. See, and that's he owns that particularly well you know he's building it and developing mm. and it's he's got the hotel there now he's got the aquatic center there now he's got a business center there now so that's all starting to develop and you can buy the whole lock stock and barrel yeah so you if you buy the club say for 15 million singapore dollars roughly you can get all the real estate as well you can get the facilities and everything else that comes with it yeah well if you just buy the club there's two aspects to it there is mm. the club mm. that would be worth that sort of tag that yeah. uh, what the franchise is worth now yeah and then obviously there's the land value on top of that where the buildings are on top. That's a different issue again. But okay. you can buy the whole thing and you would buy the whole thing because if you bought that, then obviously you've got access to the stadium and holding competitions I and see. stadiums and concerts and mm. all sorts. So you can build up on that as well. And Mike Charlesworth, um, it gets a bit of a bad rap sometimes in Australia because Central Coast have been struggling a little bit. Mm. But look at the players they've developed. Yep. It's been unbelievable. It's been a the great nursery, that, yeah. Yep, it's been a great nursery for development players. And also what he's trying to do is, is develop the club. And it's only a small catchment area, mm-hmm. but it's a fantastic prospect. And Sydney FC, who you're also representing, uh, obviously not for sale, but they are looking for investors to come on board, correct? Yeah, they're looking – well, they might be looking for investors. I know for, for a point of view what they're looking at is maybe interested Asian – having partnerships with other clubs in Asia where okay. there's, there's transfer loans with players, mm-hmm. um, interaction with club coaches. There's pre-season friendlies that could maybe – be, be done uh, between clubs 
uh, and a whole dof- whole different scenarios that uh, they're looking at. And I- I'm sort of coming up here looking at different, different things because I'm a consultant now in football, a mm, mm. uh, football consultant, and that's where I, I, I look to do business and I, I can see there's a lot of opportunities in that area. So Australian A-League club, A clubs looking to do business with Asia. Dave, how do we find out more about you and your uh, travels around Asia? And if someone out there wants to invest, how do they get in touch with you? Uh, well, the best way to probably touch me is probably email. It's probably the easiest way, uh, which would be consultme13 at gmail.com. Consultme13 at gmail.com. That's correct. And I've got my number, but it's probably best to they do it through the email. Okay. So thank you very much for now. Dave Mitchell, former Chelsea Millwall Rangers, Feyenoord striker who is on a fact-finding mission for Australia's A-League to find partners and potentially an Asian team to play in Australia's domestic competition.